The Thieves' Guild by Jake Kerr Episode 17 Mailer's Plan The Night Guild Tower was actually a huge, sprawling complex with barracks, stables, the prison and administrative buildings. While the Guild's weapons were forged by the Craft Guild and delivered via wagon, the armory included forges used for repairs and other immediate needs. Like every Guild Tower in Ness, you were likely to see a multitude of colours throughout as citizens pursued their Guild jobs in support of a fellow Guild. Mela stopped as they reached the easternmost building. The road curved away from the wall at this point, with the grass sward replaced by pasture and stables for the Night Cavalry and the Rangers Guild. Raylan watched as horses trotted across the field, their whinnies echoing off the wall and answering the sound of clanging metal in the distance. The kitchens are near the centre, right up against the wall, Mela explained in a whisper. They have numerous dining halls, large and small, and the kitchen passages are designed to extend out to them without interrupting foot traffic. Raylan was intrigued. The kitchen staff use secret passages. More or less. Mela looked around and, apparently not seeing anything, continued. One of the passages opens to the stable, where the herdsmen guild members eat outside. Peering across the field, Raylan said, So we sneak along the kitchen passages to the prison? And then we break out Allard and Rafe and escape the same way? No. We sneak in along the kitchen passages. We free the deputy guildmaster and your friend. And then we fight our way to the bridge and escape to the old quarter. We fight our way out and up riverfront to a heavily defended bridge. Raylan shook his head. That doesn't sound like a very good plan. Mela looked up at him, frowning. It was your bright idea, guildmaster. Would you prefer we use our spies within the Night Guild to usher them through the secret passages built out from the sewer systems that only we know about, taking them outside the wall, where we can get them to the Thieves' Tower safely? Raylan didn't answer and could feel Mela's eyes staring at him. The intensity of her gaze was almost painful. Because we could do that. But if we do, it will be pretty obvious that there is an actual Thieves' Guild. Finally, Raylan replied... How bad is it if the other guild members find out that there is really a thieves' guild? They'll send troops into the old quarter, killing everyone and burning the homes of those that live there while they make their way to the tower, which I am sure they will raise to the ground. That's absurd. The Night Protectors would never do that to Ness's own citizens. In response, Mela stared at Raylan until he turned his head away. Sorry, there is just so much I don't know. OK, we will break Allard and Rafe out, and Saxon Larson will believe it was me and a band of hooligans that did it. Mela nodded and turned to the road. Let's go. Wait, tell me more of the plan. Mela sighed. Fine. There are three parts. Approach, distraction and escape. Approach will be the easiest part. We can get close to the catacombs via the kitchen halls. Even so, I've arranged some safeguards. Distraction will come from another part of the tower, which will draw the guards from the catacombs gate. Then I go down, free Rafe and Allard, and we escape. How do we escape? Out the front door, Mela said, grinning. She set off at a brisk pace, and Raylan rushed to catch up. Through the kitchen, 
Navigating the kitchens was surprisingly easy. People were running around, focusing so much of their attention on their own duties that they didn't even think twice about Mela and Raylan walking through. The guild in charge of cooking was under the Harvest Guild, so green tunics and robes were everywhere, although there was the occasional white of a knight. There were no blue merchants or others in the yellow of the craft guild, they were only stopped once, and that was by a Harvest Guild member. Raylan's explanation of broken equipment needing fixed resulted in nothing more than a comment of, Hurry up! Dinner will be served soon. They had turned down yet another hallway when Raylan leaned over and whispered to Mela, Those two with the carafes of wine have been following us. Very good, Guildmaster. It only took you three turns to notice that. What should we do? Before Mela could reply, a large man in the White of the Night Guild walked right toward Raylan and Mela. You two, what are you doing here? We aren't expecting any craftsmen. Raylan tensed and tried to come up with a story for why they would be called to fix equipment without any kind of official notification. Mela held out her hand, stopping Raylan. Before the night was within arm's reach, the two Harvest Guild members with the carafes of wine awkwardly moved around Raylan and Mela. One of them stumbled and ran into the other one, their carafes flying forward, drenching the white robes of the night with wine. The carafes shattered on the floor, covering it in glass. You idiots! You have ruined my dress whites! Enraged, the knight turned to the two Harvest Guild members, who were issuing a stream of apologies. Mela tugged on Raylan's arm, and they briskly walked past the knight, who had completely forgotten about them. When they were well past the night, Raylan whispered, Did you plan for them to escort us? People are clumsy, she replied, not even trying to hide her smile. The defences here aren't very good, Raylan noted as he and Mela looked through the door of the prison dining hall. Prisoners were actually fed in their cells, so the hall itself was more of a room for the jailers and a large prep area for taking food to the prisoners. Mela turned and glared at Raylan. Nothing is ever easy, don't forget that. Without a plan, you would have been captured in the flats, on the circle and in the hallway back there. Mela took a breath and then softened her voice. But you are correct about the defences. But what is there to defend? The prisons are well guarded, and who would attack the night tower? They continued on. The other side of the prison dining hall opened up to a hallway off of the main atrium of the prison part of the tower. Unlike the small, cramped kitchen halls, the halls of the tower proper were wide and imposing. Knights walked through them at regular intervals. Also, unlike the kitchen halls, there weren't any other guild members in the tower halls. Everyone wore white. So the prisons are well guarded. I'm not sure the two of us could actually fight our way in and then out. The prisons are well guarded, but the catacombs are not. The catacombs? Yes, that's where prisoners are sent to die. They are locked up and forgotten about. The torture room is down there as well. There is only one way in. Mela pointed to the right. That iron door and the stairway behind it. In front of the door stood two knights. They stood at attention but seemed bored. What's behind the door? Well, there's a long stairway down and then there is a hall hewn from the rock that has cells on each side. It hasn't been used in a long time. Most dangerous offenders are executed beyond the wall rather than locked up these days. My gods, I didn't know that. Few people do. 
It's done out in the plains at a spot called Executioner's Hollow. Mela lowered her head. Quite a few of my friends have travelled there. Raylan knew what she meant and squeezed her arm. I'm sorry. She looked at him and gave a slight smile. We will make things better. Yes, Guildmaster. Mela turned back to the guards in front of the iron door. Yes, we will. Back to the catacombs. Is that where Rafe and Allard are? Yes, but I don't know what kind of guard is set up downstairs. Our knowledge ends at that door. Mela looked up and down the hall. What now? Now we wait for our distraction. As they were in the kitchen area and not far from the ovens, none of the knights paid any attention to them as they entered and left the hall. Raylan was getting nervous as the number of knights increased. Their ability to get to the guards of the catacombs seemed impossible, let alone getting past those guards. A boom could be heard in the distance, followed by shouts. A cry of, Riot! echoed down the hall. Raylan looked at Mela, who looked amused. The knights in the dining hall and the hallway all ran down the hall away from the catacombs. The prison, Raylan whispered. Mela nodded. Unfortunately, the two knights guarding the door to the catacombs didn't move. Mela cursed. Why aren't they leaving? She looked up and down the hall again. I could kill them pretty easily, but this is wide open, and their bodies would be noticed. By the time it took us to head down and free Allard, we would be overwhelmed. Raylan mirrored Mela's action and looked up and down the hall. He had already formulated a plan. The main entrance to the tower was not far away, and the hallway was wide. It was spartan, but it had plenty of room to manoeuvre. You don't have to kill the guards. I'll take care of them. Mela looked up, giving Raylan an are-you-crazy look. This I have to hear. I'll run out. Let them know who I am, and then they'll chase me. As they run from their post, you quickly go down and free Rafe and Allard. I cannot let you do that. It's too dangerous. You are here just to be glimpsed, so that you are blamed. You aren't to do anything that would put you at risk beyond this already stupid risk of having you here. Raylan opened his mouth to speak, but Mela spoke first, holding up her finger. A dead guildmaster thief is worse than them knowing of the existence of thieves. There is real power in the position. It is not ceremonial. The strength of the position matters to the thieves and everyone in the old quarter. Raylan didn't say anything, and Mela added a hint of frustration in her voice. We need you, Raylan. Nodding, Raylan replied. Okay, assuming we somehow get past those two knights and free Allard and Rafe, what next? Mela breathed out, and Raylan realised that she was actually worried over him getting caught. There is a wagon on the circle with a broken wheel. There are four horses pulling it. They aren't really tied up, but are ready for us to leap on them and race for the Great Bridge. Sounds only slightly less dangerous than the fight-our-way-out plan. Well, there are other pieces to the escape, but the important part is to get on the horses and get them galloping. OK, I trust you. Mela looked up at him as Raylan continued, his voice full of confidence. Did you know that for my entire life I've taken part in mischief and caused all kinds of trouble for just about every guild? No, but it doesn't surprise me. I've suffered a lot of beatings and other punishments, but those were relatively rare. Do you know why? Mela looked impatient. No, why? Because my one greatest talent is one that very few people appreciate. Not getting caught. Mela's eyes went wide as Raylan added, Get Rafe and Allard to safety. 
and with a leap, Raylan entered the hallway, running toward the knights guarding the catacombs. I am Raylan Miller, and you are imprisoning my friend. The guards unsheathed their swords, but looked hesitant as Raylan approached. Raylan stopped and patted his waist. Oops, it appears I forgot my weapon. Still, you will not get me. Raylan waited a moment, and then the two guards rushed him. Turning, Raylan sprinted back up the hall. As he passed the door to the kitchens, he winked at Mela.